morning, Tuesday, 10.41 a.m. So, I had my first video interview with a company, potential company, for the position of Ocean Import. The reason why I like Ocean Import, I like the whole international aspect of it. And you say, well, what do you mean? Well, let's put it to you in, in these terms. International suppliers for me, I've, had, I've always had a good rapport, whether they were from Asia, Europe, Latin America, Oceania, Africa, all over the world. Mostly Asia, though, because most of the commodities uh, for, for certain industries usually come from Asia. The hardest countries I've ever dealt with are Indonesia, Malaysia. Because some of their requirements, some of the documentation, you really have to research to find out what it is they're looking for. I've actually did that back in the day with regulatory affairs. And I love the international part of it because, again, I would like to, at one point down the line, have a job where you could travel to all these countries. Because that's good. You're doing, the, you're, you're, do, you're, you're, you're doing business with them, but at the same time, you can establish very good relationships with suppliers. I've had that in the past. I've never had any issues. And I, and I understand the whole, quote, time difference. There's a time difference. That's what happens when you deal internationally. A lot of the times you think customer service and the clients and all the people that are, you deal with on a, on a daily basis, well, this is what you come up with. You come up with, with that because at the same time you think, um, you think to yourself, uh, you think to yourself, I understand that I understand the time difference there I understand it completely but nobody does when you're dealing with customs and you've got a shipment that's being held up because they're looking for a particular document and, they, and you don't have it you have to go back to the supplier but they don't but everyone seems to think well you're gonna get it right away no because when you're dealing say with China if I send the document if I send the request before I leave here let's say I leave at five then the next day or in the evening when we're at home, they're at work. So they will see the request and hopefully accommodate, send you the paperwork. When you come in the next morning, you should have that so you can send it over to the forwarder. The forwarder sends it over to customs. The shipment gets released. Most of the time, why customs is pulling that shipment? So you think to yourself, okay, again, there's a document that needs to be uh, included with the container. Like I remember when I worked for a manufacturer, distributor of art supplies, certain brush handles, you know, like the paint brushes, the handles, the brush were made from animal material. You had to have a certificate from this, either the raw material vendor or get it from the supplier if they have it, letting you know that this, the handle of the brush was made from an animal source. Because you couldn't just let that shipment go through without having that certificate. That was what was needed to clear customs. Then they give you a certain amount of time. They said, well, if you can get us, produce us that document, then we can release the shipment. And most of the times you can get it right away. Other times it has to go through this whole process. Well, I got to get in touch with the vendor, from the supplier, then I have to wait for them. And it's like a whole big thing. And meanwhile, that shipment is still being held by customs. They won't release it. I understand that completely. At one point I said I want to become a customs broker because I like the whole customs process. I think that that's important. Um, but anyway, so I'm, I have another interview scheduled at 2 this afternoon with another potential 
company. And then I have one for Thursday. Working for actually going onto the freight forwarding side because I come from a shipping standpoint. But I really want to see what it's like working for a freight forwarder because most of the times that is really important and that's needed in a sense. Anyway, um, so the thing I want to make clear is this. I got off topic. I apologize. So lately, the things that I want to do in my lifetime, in my lifetime, is I want to, in addition to having a regular job, I also want to get out there on the spotlight. Now I'm hearing about from different people's point of view. Well, in order for you to be out there in the public eye, you need to be this or you need to look like this. Let me give you a little history lesson or a little lesson in general. Anybody can make it in this in this lifetime. Uh, you know, when you go for auditions to say if you want to do a commercial or if you want to just promote a product or if you want to be on a part of a television series as an extra, because you think, well, that's how people started out. Before they became famous, they started off doing something simple, like being on a television episode, but being in the background as an extra. As far as looks are concerned, your true personality or true beauty comes from within. If you have a rocking personality, you're confident, that's an attractive quality right there. You shouldn't judge someone based off of what they look like. Because again, everyone's like, you have to be attractive. No, you don't. You don't. Okay? Um, I, I can see myself, again, doing this documentary based off of my life and hopefully make it into a made-for-TV, true-to-life story. Who knows? I might play all the parts. Because I have not changed. And, you know, with the magic of makeup, they can make you either look younger or older than what you are. That's the beauty of acting in movies. The magic of makeup. You know what else I like about movies, though? And, and I said to myself, I want to do a mythological movie because I'm a big fan of Clash of the Titans. I've watched that movie so many times. I love the special effects. I just love the whole story. You know, the gods and goddesses. Like, well, I have a name. Aphrodite. That's the Greek goddess of love, beauty, and procreation. <laughs> <laughs> and I said to myself, yeah, you know, that would be great, doing a mythological movie based off of, you know, because I love mythology. I just love the Greek mythology, any type of mythology, Roman, mostly Greek, though, because that's a fascinating part of history. Uh, we were basically learning in school, but I actually picked it up from watching that movie, the original movie, Clash of the Titans, which I highly recommend anybody out there who's ever watched it came out in the early 80s, 1981. First time I actually saw it, I think I saw it in the movies. And then when it came to television, I was, yippee, and I get to watch it at home, you know? And I actually own it. I own the movie, uh, bought it, got it on Amazon Prime, owned the movie, so now it's like, great. Well, it's terrific, you know? So... The thing that I want to make clear with all of you, when you want to get into quote acting, doing commercials, you do not have to look a certain way. They say that, but let's be honest here. They want you to be confident. They want you to exude, you know, 
you know, there are some people that are shy. Like me, I'm shy in front of the camera, but I'm slowly breaking out of that whole shy mold. I'm actually doing the, um, the, the, the thing I'm doing is the uh, breaking out of the shyness, basically. And I don't have, I don't see anything wrong with that. I, I, when I do videos, I talk about myself. I talk about what happened to me, how I survived. I'm helping people. When I do a YouTube web series, I want people to physically see my emotions. Every emotion and everything that I've dealt with in my life comes true in nature. See, some people escape into a fantasy world. When you're dealing with situations and problems in your lifetime, you think, well, let me go into the fantasy side of things. No, you don't. Why would you do that? I'm sorry to say this, when you're dealing with a crisis, you think, well, for one for one brief moment, I'll just go into a fantasy land. But let's be honest here. Are any of your problems and any of the things you're going through, are they going to get resolved by you doing that? Now, I went through a health scare this past Sunday, and I started to look at things in a different light. And I said to myself, wow, I almost died. And you know what the reasoning was? family, ex-family. Apparently, they don't care about me. Look, I haven't spoken to them. It's going to be well over a week, close to two weeks. I wonder why. Hmm, let me see. They're too busy. They don't have time for me. But yet, when I ask for assistance with something, I have to really beg and plead with them to, to help me out. I'm hoping one of these jobs comes through. All of my problems will be solved, and I get to have that life that I want with my, the man I love. And he knows who he is. The man I love. I said we have dreams, we have blessings. The dreams I have with you is, my God, beautiful things that are happening. If you really believe in God and you believe in miracles, anything is possible. God saved me that day. He saved me that day. And I was so grateful that my life was spared. And I cheated death a sixth time. And you said, six? Well, the first time in my early 20s when I thought I was going to be assaulted and killed, I survived that. The second time was when I was physically and verbally attacked by my ex. The third time was um, cancer. The third, the, that was the, yeah. That was the fourth time, actually. Wait. No, no. And then between, I'm sorry, the suicide attempts. That was the fourth time. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm going out of order here. So the first time was when I was assaulted. I survived that. That was the first time. The second time was twice with suicide. Two, three. The fourth time was the cancer. The fifth time was the abuse because I thought my life was in danger because he had said to me, well, you don't deserve to live. And then the sixth time is this past attack. So God is watching over me. Now look, if you can you can you can get through life with a positive mentality through this negative world, you will go far. But if you have a negative mentality in a positive world, you won't go far and it doesn't work. You have to say to yourself, what drives you to stay on this earth other than you know, because everyone goes through a situation and a crisis all the same at the same time. But you got to learn to be positive about it. And you got to be staying focused 110%. If I let the stress always get to me, I would probably be dead. 
and I wouldn't be telling you my story. I wouldn't be telling you everything that I went through. I'm trying to help others because again, to get into anything into the lifetime, and anywhere in this lifetime, you have to be positive. You can't be negative. Let's think of it in this term. Say you're involved with someone, and I have been verbally attacked by someone who, who physically gets into your head thinking you're no good, you're a failure. You know, knocking all of this negative talk into you, making you believe that. But when you look in the mirror, what do you see? What do you hear? You hear that person's voice. What you do is block that person's voice and make yourself believe. Say a mantra every morning when you get up, let it be different. I'm going to be positive. I'm going to be 100% focused. I am going to be a better version of my, not saying the best, but when you say the best, you're talking about perfection. Perfection does not exist. If it existed, well, I'm sorry to say this world would be unrealistic. Now, you make a better version of yourself. Don't let someone who you used to know, like for me, I, I, I blocked them out for the longest time, but there were times when my mind would just, yeah, let me open it up a little bit, get them back in there. And I would think to myself, every time I would receive a compliment from someone, I didn't know how sincere and genuine they were. I would question it. And I said, you got to stop doing that. Take the compliment as the compliment. Don't analyze. Don't sit there. But you know, when you've been in a relationship that's verbal, it goes from verbal to emotional to physical. Back to verbal again. So when I was going through my illness, it's the farthest thing from my mind. I said, you could do whatever the hell you want to me. Right now, I'm fighting for my life. I have a chance to live again. I have a chance to be a part of this world. If you don't want me and you're trying to take me out, shame on you. Shame on you for, at, for even thinking that. What would God think? So I get my life back. I get a second chance. But you want to take my life away from me? Uh-uh. No. No. Not on my watch. No. 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 I got out of that relationship. You know, for women that, and I've seen this movie, last night I saw a movie where, um, what did I just do? Yeah. Where someone was doing all this crap to this woman. She was pregnant. She was getting beaten by her husband, but she kept making excuses for him. And she knew that she was putting her unborn child in her at risk, but she just, oh, I love him. You know, he's the only man for me. You don't have to stay in a relationship like that. You know, you have the right to leave. You have the right to defend yourself. And you also want to protect that unborn child inside of you. Because if you don't, and the violence escalates, and not only will he try to hurt you, but he will take that unborn child out of you and kill it altogether. What is that going to say for you? Oh, you know, he didn't mean to. Every time you make an excuse for a man who puts his hands on you, and I, de I just despise men who attack pregnant women. You bring life into this world, but you won't be able to bring life if he constantly hurts you and tries to take the baby out of you. You know, I mean, you have the right to defend yourself. But I seen it yesterday and it bothered me. I'm like, oh my God. It just bothered me. Life for me 
will be wonderful, will be grand. But I think what's bothering me is the fact that I didn't have a job. Now everyone is interested in me. These companies want my experience. We're looking for someone with this many years of experience. We want a trainer. We want to, we want to do all that stuff. And we also want her to bring her on board and give her that whole sense of, you know, Well, I'm looking forward to the interview, the interview that's coming on Thursday. I want to do face-to-face. Don't get me wrong, though, with with interviews, though. I, I don't, I'm really not crazy about the video interview, but see, today, the weather we're having over here is a rainstorm, and it's pretty bad, and they, off, they actually had people stay off the road because of the flooding and stuff like that. I was worried this morning. I was like, oh my God, it rained heavy last night. I'm like, oh my God, if we go downstairs, and I'm, I'm hoping that downstairs the basement is not flooded because the last storm that we had, which was actually a hurricane or part of a tropical system, flooded the basement. And I was like, oh my God. That's the bad thing about living in some of these homes. The drainage is very bad. That has to, that has to be improved. So I got off topic again, see? <laughs> Jumping around so much. But again, how you make your life, what you do with your life is on you. The choices that you make, the people that you associate with, you know, it all says the type of person you are. And I, for one, want to get out there in the spotlight in addition to having, quote, a regular job, which in my own eyes, I thought, well, I can go out there and, and be somebody special. If I can tell my story to the world and show off what I had done to me, then I don't see why I can't get out there in the spotlight like everybody else. But there's this common misconception. You need to be attractive. You No, you don't. True beauty lies within. True beauty lies within you. I look at myself and I think, you know what, I can do the same type of job but better as those people with the brain and the beauty. Sometimes people who have too much of a beauty, like they're too beautiful, they're conceited. Their personality is very stuck up. And to be honest with you, I don't like that. I went to school with girls thinking they were better than me because they they come from privilege and wealth. Well, that doesn't make you better than me. That makes you more conceited. And I really don't want to be around with a bunch of stuck-up biatches. Say I'm being polite. I'm not saying the other. I'm saying biatches. It has more of a nice ring to it. Because again, when you're going through life, when you go through school and you deal with those types of people, more so in the the girls than the boys. The boys, you know, they didn't really like we're not into, you know, how they are and what they have. Girls flaunt everything that they have. Look at me, I've got the designer jeans and the bags. And the, you think I really care about that stuff? What you have in material things, you lack in personality. Your personality should be improved. If you start telling me what I have versus what I don't have, again, you lack personality. You're conceited, you're stuck up. That's what you are. That's why I say having material wealth, having material wealth is not that great. Is it? No. Material wealth, yeah, you could be comfortable in the lifestyle. I'll live in a nice home. I have guards to protect me and everything. But let's be honest here. You know what really makes me truly, truly happy? A person, people. 
not what you have, not what you own. When you start comparing yourself to others, oh, look at me, I have a beautiful mansion. Oh, look at me. Don't do that. Because not everybody can have that type of wealth. Now, they can achieve it through hard work. Hard work and struggling failure. That's where you get your rewards. If you don't see that, because you're telling me, oh, she keeps saying the same thing. I'm saying the same thing because I want you to see that if you fail as many times, if you struggle, you are going to get to that level in your life where you want to be. Through hard work. Focused. 100% positive. Not, oh, I... I already have this wealth and I got through it by cheating my way through life because I never had to do a thing for myself. I don't have respect for people who have that. Again, because you're telling me I never ever struggled. You didn't struggle because you things were given to you. Things were done for you. You never once did something for yourself. So why should I have any respect for you? My father, again, is a perfect example of a man that did struggle for a time. Even when he was growing up, he had to grow up quickly. When you don't have a childhood, much of a child, him and my mother, you don't have an education. But again, they were both smart. And he got to where he was. He provided for us the, the best of the best. And we never had to ask him for anything. He just gave from his heart. Now, that's why I take after him. I could have very little in my own, my own personal life. But I will not turn away from someone who needs the help. Even if I have, like, say, a small amount of money, do I really need it? Here, take it. Some people are like, no, 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 take it. Are you sure? Take it. I'm giving it to you. And you don't have to pay me back. You don't have to give me anything in return. You don't have to do that. So you don't have to do that at all. But the thing I want to make clear is this. In life, in life, things progress at, at the speed that you want them to progress. In other words, as I said last night, take things one day at a time. Go with the flow. Go with the flow. In other words, Don't beat yourself up. Don't stress too much. Again, stress, if you have too much of it, if you have too much stress, it leads to a heart attack. In my case, I had a mild heart attack. And what was the stress from? The family. Well, now they're not even my family anymore. And I'm not going to forgive them easily. You know, they don't care. Look at it. Even I suffered something. You would think, oh, how are you doing? It's nothing. So what does that tell you? So I'm going to put it all behind me. And hope to God when I have a job, I have a second family to fall back on. Because that's important to me, a company culture, someone you can really, you know, depend on, someone who will be there for you through thick and thin if you're going through something. I've had that over the years and I've missed it. Other times I think, well, I don't really trust anybody. The only people I trust is my immediate family. But even then, I don't, ha- I don't have any ill, I have ill will toward this one now. So the thing I'm going to focus on is my own life, my own happiness, my own needs and wants and from whatever happens after that happens. Because again, trying to ask for help and assistance, it's like, oh my God, what am I doing wrong? See, my mother and father were of the belief that you need to help out people in your family when they're going through a crisis. My mother and father did that. Well, my mother did mostly. You know, when I got to be a certain age and I would, you know, I'd try to find a way to support myself. She would help out to the best of her ability. 
She never turned me down. She never expected anything in return. The only thing I did for her was, you know, I helped pay for some of the bills when I was living with her because she could have easily charged me rent and she didn't. She's under, you know, you're my daughter, you know. And I went grocery shopping. I did the things that, that she couldn't do for herself. And I thought, okay, well, it's fine. But I don't like it when people tell me things like, oh, well, like my middle sister who thinks she knows everything. Oh, well, you know, you should have done this. You should have done that. Yeah, I should have. I should have. I could have. I would have. But I didn't. So there. But anyway, so when you get out there, be confident. Be 100% sure of yourself. Don't let other people put you down. Don't let people talk you out of anything. Whatever you do in life is on you. It's your decision. In the end, you make the decisions based off of your own life. You know, what makes you happy? What drives you? You have to say that to yourself. You have to give yourself credence. You have to do all of that stuff. You have to believe in yourself, love yourself, because if you don't believe in loving yourself, well, how do you expect people to believe in you, to love you? Um, And I know it takes a lot of time. Like me, I don't have friends. I'll admit it to you. Do I like being alone? No. But I try not to think about it. I try to put myself out there and think, well, maybe I can do, like like the weekends come and I don't know what to do with myself. I get restless. So I try to take myself out. But I think to myself, eh, you know, I don't want to do that anymore. I'm sick of going out. <laughs> I'm sick of like just trying to, you know. But again, in all honesty, um, you think to yourself, you can get through life's challenges. You can get through life's, issues and problems and things like that you can get through it you can get through it if you have to but anyway um so again you have to stay positive in in a negative world you can't stay negative in a positive world again it doesn't work i've never seen a person say yeah i'm negative in a positive world that doesn't it, it that's unrealistic But you have to say 110% focus. You have to be 100% focus. And pick something you're good at. You know, develop a hobby. Develop some type of a skill. And everybody has hobbies and skills that they they have that they, they weren't aware of. So develop that over time. Because again, it's very important. I'm thinking to yourself, well, you know, I can get through life if I have to. And you will. You'll get through life. You'll get through everything that is at coming at you okay um but again you have to believe in yourself because if you don't believe in yourself who will believe in you who will believe in you so that's why i say it's very important to do that so i'm going to take a break and i will come back with more topics i always come up with all different topics sometimes i see things on tv and i have to question it and i have to put it into a, an episode So I'm going to let you guys go. Stay positive in a negative world. Um, Stay 100% focused. Don't let people bring you down. Knock them off of their pedestal if they're always attacking you. I always say that. You know, they don't know who you are. They don't know your story. They don't know where you come from. So just let it go at that that level. So I'm going to let you guys go. God bless all of you. Stay safe. If you guys, any of you guys are on the on the East Coast and you're dealing with this weather, please stay safe. Don't try to go out there and be a superhero to go through the flooding and the rain. I've seen people do that. They don't listen. And then they get stuck somewhere. So please, common sense, use your head. If you don't have to go outdoors, stay inside. It's too miserable to be outside anyway. Um, and I will let you guys go. God bless all of you. Take care. <laughs>